this is Vanderbilt Business, and I'm Kara Scheer. Happy New Year, everyone, and welcome to our first podcast episode of 2019. Today, we're talking with Aaron Dorn, a 2017 MBA grad. Before coming to Owen, Aaron had already helped start one bank and served in the Marines. While he didn't plan on launching another bank, during his time at Owen, he realized that Nashville was ready for a totally new concept, Studio Bank, which recently opened for business. In this episode, Aaron explains how banks are different from other startups, how his MBA helped him start Studio Bank, and why the banking scene in Nashville was ready for a disruption. Hi everyone, I'm here today with Aaron Dorn, who's an MBA class of 2017 alum. Aaron, thank you so much for talking with us today. My pleasure, thank you for the opportunity. So for those who don't know, can you briefly recap your career and tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure, I'm a career banker, I began Right out of undergrad, I went to Florida State University and received an internship offer with Bank of America here in Nashville and jumped at the chance to move to such an amazing, vibrant city. I ended up here and was an analyst for a few years, underwriting commercial loans, primarily commercial real estate projects, typically $50 million and up on the commercial real estate side. And after a couple of years, I actually transitioned to Regions Bank. It's a regional bank in the southeast. And the market president in Nashville from Regions Bank, after an extensive series of conversations, decided to start a new bank in Nashville. And this is in 2006. And I was invited to be a part of the founding team of a new startup bank. So primarily a commercial and consumer bank, loans and deposits, and other ancillary services like that, but a significant capital raise. So we ended up raising $75 million in equity to start the bank. Over the course of 10 years, grew it to be about a billion two in assets before the company sold. So I was part of the founding team. At the time, I was 25 years old. During the startup process, really took an interest and had a knack for marketing. And so helped work with a series of marketing partners to create a really unique brand for that bank, and it was called Avenue Bank. And after we opened our doors, I went back to the commercial banking side of things. After two years of working at Avenue, we were certainly succeeding, but around 2008, President Bush announced the troop surge in Iraq and Afghanistan. At the same time that many folks who joined the military after 9-11 were also trying to exit the military, many of them had multiple times. Even a lot of National Guard troops, if you recall, were deployed many times during that period. And so we had a really desperate need for troop strength. And it was just weighing on my conscience that I needed to serve. And so I actually stepped away from Avenue Bank in October of 2008 and went on military leave and tried out to become an officer in the United States Marine Corps. I made it, was commissioned, and became an intelligence officer in the Marines, served for one active duty tour for four years, served in Afghanistan and several other places. Around the end of my four-year tour, Avenue Bank reached out to me and had an executive position to run the retail side of the bank and invited me to come back and lead that. So I came back and ran the retail side of the bank for a couple of years and then took on an additional role involving strategy and strategic planning and special projects and took on the marketing side of the bank as well. So I ended up having an umbrella role of three different functional areas in the bank, 
in 2015, I realized I wanted to, to run my own company. If there's anything that's great about Marine officer training, it's they teach you how to run your own thing. And so I wanted to do that. And Vanderbilt University, the Owen Graduate School of Management, gave me the opportunity to have a transition period to start my own company of some kind. I did not know what that was going to be. But I took the leap of faith. I left Avenue Bank. I came to Owen full-time and with the express purpose of getting an MBA and starting a company. And so within six months of me leaving Avenue Bank and joining Owen, Avenue Bank sold to a local competitor. And that started a series of due diligence and recruiting and capital raising that eventually led to me starting what is now Studio Bank. And so the entire time virtually that I was at Owen, I was working on starting my own company. And for about 18 months of that time, I was specifically working on starting Studio Bank. We were approved this year, 2018, and have been open for about five months and are doing very, very well. Studio Bank is a local bank in Nashville that, again, is a commercial and consumer bank primarily, along with some ancillary services. We raised a total of $50 million, about $30 million of which is from the Nashville area. It includes a mix of individual and institutional investors. Like I said, we've been open for about five months now and are doing very well. So that's a, a recap of my career. That's a very interesting and very different career compared to a lot of people. It's certainly been an interesting ride yeah. so far. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure you get this question a lot, but I'm wondering, why does Nashville need another bank? In the, the run-up to starting Studio Bank, fully expected to have to answer that question quite a bit. In fact, when we started Avenue Bank back in 2006, that was a constant question during our capital raise. And so I was hyper-prepared to address that during the launch of Studio Bank. Turns out, I actually did not get that question as many times as I anticipated. Many people in Nashville instinctually knew there was a need. In brief, the answer to that question is one, it had been 10 years since a new bank was started in Nashville. 10 years, and that was since the financial crisis. And Nashville has dramatically changed in 10 years in such a vibrant, positive way. But also banking, fintech in particular, has advanced significantly in 10 years. There are certain needs among the commercial clients and individuals, particularly people who are creating things in Nashville. We saw an opportunity to serve better than any other bank in our community. So in addition to that, there was a team of people that I knew and loved and trusted that I wanted to show up to work with every day. It turned out over the course of doing some due diligence in entrepreneurship circles, it's called customer discovery, realized that there were a lot of clients who wanted the same thing. And so a coalition really formed during my due diligence process where we were receiving an enormous amount of very positive feedback from clients and business leaders saying that this town needed something different. In the meantime, we had lost a lot of local community banks over the last 10 years. And in fact, we have fewer local banks now than we did 18 years ago. And yet the size of our market in Nashville has tripled and the remaining local banks have earned significant amount of market shares. It's a city that absolutely prefers local banks, has fewer of them, and has changed a lot in 10 years to where there's the need for a different type of bank. And kind of while we're on that subject, what makes Studio Bank different from the other banks in Nashville? There's really a series of things. You know, first and foremost, it always starts with the people. For any company, 
It starts with the team. We've got a team that thinks about banking differently. Really, we start with a philosophical approach that we view ourselves as a purpose-driven company. That's different for a bank, and that affects everything about how we run the company, the services that we offer, the way that we serve our clients in a number of different ways. And that purpose, fundamentally, is to empower people who are creating things. And it's a uniquely human thing in all of creation <laughs> to be able to conceive of something that does not exist and not only have the ability to go out and make it a reality, but also to have the urge to do that, to have the drive and the perseverance to do that. And we've experienced that ourselves in starting Studio Bank. The challenge that many humans have is to have the resources to take that vision, again, that's something that does not exist, and have the resources that it takes to bring it to life, to bring it into reality. And so often, a community bank provides capital to people who are creating new things, whether that's a new building that's being constructed or a song that's being written or social change that is being driven by nonprofit organizations or certainly a better healthcare system. There's a number of different ways, new businesses, that people do that. And for 95% of the population, they don't have access to venture capital. And so a community bank is often the, really the first line of providing and safeguarding capital to be able to, to bring that vision to life. And so that's what we're fired up about. We view our role as being a companion to people who are creating things, to creators. And that's a sacred role to us. Now, how that affects us and how we serve our clients it happens in a number of ways. For one, each of our bankers is essentially a resident expert in a particular creative line of business in the sector in Nashville. So, for example, we have a music and entertainment banker who has 30 years of experience. He was a former songwriter and music artist. He knows the industry, a healthcare expert, a nonprofit expert, a commercial real estate expert. And so we have a depth of expertise in these sectors that are prevalent in Nashville where there's a lot of creation happening. So that's one way. Next, we have a membership approach to banking. And what I mean by that is we think we can bring value to our clients, particularly those who are creating things, beyond the bank account, beyond the loan. And that is bankers are very well-connected individuals in a community, from attorneys to accountants to clients in all different kinds of industries and different walks of life. And we can play a role for our clients in being a connector for them. And what that means is if we find a way to consistently bring our clients together, whether that's networking events, happy hours, educational events, and our bankers have the mentality and the drive to make connections for our clients, we have an opportunity to actually drive revenue for our clients. So if you're a small business owner or an independent consultant, and we make one solid connection for you that drives revenue, that is a very, very meaningful thing and a value creation that lies well beyond an interest rate. And so that's one way. We also have the opportunity to launch a bank with a very fresh new technology platform and to design all of our processes around that 
and be a thoroughly modern bank with a beautiful user experience, both physically when our clients are with us, but also digitally. And so that's another key differentiator for us as well. So to summarize it, it's a purpose-driven, membership-based, tech-savvy, hospitality-inspired approach to banking. Definitely. So when most people think of starting a business, I doubt a bank comes to mind. So I'm wondering, what does it take to start a bank, and how is it different from a quote-unquote traditional startup company? Yeah, it's a great question. Often when I mention to people that I have or was starting a bank, I get a lot of eyebrows raised and say, I wouldn't even know where to start with that. (laughs) But in many ways, it is like any other startup. I mean, for example, day one, showing up to the office with the team, we literally had to figure out where are we going to go and buy staples and, and buy paper and pens. And we used a borrowed office. We had a friend of ours that had about 600 square feet or so, 1,000 square feet of office space that they weren't using, and we borrowed office space for six months to get things off the ground. And many, many other things. We had to raise seed capital. We had to recruit an initial team. We had to find ambassadors and boards of directors, and on and on. What I like to say is that starting a bank is its like a startup on steroids, though. And the reason I say that is because for a bank, the way the business model works is you have to raise a ton of capital because the way that the business model works is the more capital you raise, the more you can grow the assets of the company. And it's a very asset-intensive in business. So the regulators specifically, but also just to do good business, you have to raise a lot of capital. It is also, I mentioned the regulators, a highly, highly regulated industry. There's an enormous regulatory, extensive, exhaustive regulatory process that takes up to 12 months to get through and probably three to six months to prepare for. The time that it takes just to get approved to be a bank is extensive, which means you have to raise more seed capital as well to cover a team for a longer period of time pre-revenue. And so there's a number of ways. You have to have your entire board of directors in place before you file the application. There's a lot of legal work that's required. It's an enormous task. It is like any other startup, but it's on steroids. And so for us, we raised $4 million in seed capital just to get the doors open and another $46 million to grow the bank for the next three to five years. It's a huge, huge haul to raise that much capital and go through such a long and extensive regulatory process. But if you hear what I just said in all of those details, it is in many, many ways like another startup. And so I think that's also a unique thing where me and my team, we can very, very much identify with any of our clients who are trying to create something because we just spent two years creating a new business. We absolutely get it. So I know you were talking earlier about how Studio is not the first bank you helped start. You were also on the founding team for Avenue. And was there anything that you did differently with Studio based on what you learned from helping to start Avenue? Certainly. Avenue Bank was a great success and a lot of very positive lessons learned, things that inform what we're doing at Studio Bank, certainly. I mean, that's the nature of experience in general. And certainly some things that we know that we could have done better. And so we've made adjustments for that with Studio Bank in a number of different ways. Myself, certainly, and our team 
our DNA was in Avenue Bank just as much as Avenue Bank is in our DNA. So certainly that informs our view and our spirit around studio. But we certainly learned a lot of lessons, again, both positive and things to be improved from Avenue that affect studio. You know, everything from creating a wonderful client experience physically, that was something that Avenue was known for. Certainly, we carry that same spirit and expectation and high standards for studio. And there's also some things that we know that we could have done better. And so we've already made a lot of decisions that are influenced by those lessons learned. In fact, that's one thing I encourage people that if they ever want to start their own company but they're not ready yet, it's not a bad idea to try to find a well-funded startup that has some room to grow because they're well-funded and get some experience with a startup and understand the nature of the different challenges that a startup faces before they go and try to do it on their own. That's not for everybody, but it's certainly something to think about if anybody does want to run their own thing one day. Definitely. So earlier in the conversation, you were talking about how sort of in the middle of your time at Avenue, you left to go serve in the Marines, and I believe you also had a deployment to Afghanistan. And I'm curious, did serving in the Marines kind of change how you thought about your career or how you worked with people at all? Yes, without a doubt, in an absolutely dramatic fashion. (laughs) I can't speak to the other branches of service because I didn't serve in them, but I can certainly speak to the Marine Corps and say that it is a world-class leadership training organization. The way that they train officers, staff, non-commissioned officers, it's extraordinary, and I had the benefit of not only training to be a Marine, there's a saying that every Marine's a rifleman, and there's a corollary to that, that every Marine officer's a rifle platoon commander. And so every Marine officer, no matter what your specialty is, goes through essentially basic infantry officer training through what's called the basic school. And then further, I became an intelligence officer, and there's a lot of strategic planning involved in intelligence planning. So not only did I get to experience a lot of mission planning training, but also intelligence gathering and leadership of people. I was a platoon leader at one point. I was an executive officer of three platoons at one point. And a great benefit is that you get to immediately lead and learn from a lot of different unique scenarios, from people from all walks of life in a very concentrated place and period of time. And so that absolutely will impact a person for the rest of their life. And so coming out of that and back to Avenue Bank, and then certainly in the process of starting Studio Bank, I was able to synthesize a lot of the civilian leadership lessons that I had learned and witnessed in a civilian career, and then synthesize that with the military side as well, which is a different context, I've grown to realize that there's absolutely the same principles at play in both contexts, both business and military, the same leadership principles, but they're applied differently based on the context. And so it has informed just about everything (laughs) that we've done here at Studio, whether that's from strategic planning to people management and recruiting to creating a culture Serving in such a way, and again, I can only speak to the Marines, but serving as a Marine officer has dramatically influenced the way that I see things, certainly the way that I do things, 
and that certainly applies to Studio Bank. So speaking of things that have influenced how you started Studio Bank, I know you're not that far out of the MBA program, and I'm just wondering, how did getting your MBA help you start Studio Bank? You know, several different ways. Studio Bank would not exist without the Owen Graduate School of Management at Vanderbilt. It would not exist. And I say that, I'm not being dramatic either. I say that because, one, it provided me the opportunity to step away from an existing career. There's a principle, you see it a lot in the nonprofit world and in education, the idea of a sabbatical. And there's value in a sabbatical. For me to be able to step away from an active career and essentially go on what amounted to an educational sabbatical also freed me up to be able to pursue my own path. And that was the goal. That was why I left a successful career. And that's why I went back to school full-time at the age of 36 at the time. It was to put myself in a position to pursue my own path. And I needed that transition period. I needed that capacity to be able to work on something. And it provided that. So that's the first way. The second way, I would say, was that because I was working on starting my own venture while I was there, Every class that I was taking was immediately practically applicable to the company that I was starting. So, for example, one of my favorite classes at Vanderbilt was called Launching the Venture with Dr. Michael Burcham as the professor. I became his teaching assistant, and it's all about taking a concept from just an idea all the way to a pitchable business plan, pitching for investment by the end of the course in seven weeks hugely influential to the way that I approached the preparation for starting a bank. A lot of the research, due diligence, customer discovery was influenced by that course. Another example, sitting in another great class called Corporate Valuation and building a financial model on companies that we're studying. At the same time, building a financial model for Studio Bank. And so immediate practical applicability to the venture that I was starting was there. Thirdly, I was able to pursue a lot of the work that I was doing in due diligence for Studio Bank. I was able to be overseen by Dr. Burcham in what's called independent study. And so I actually earned credit hours towards the MBA by working on Studio Bank and reporting out a lot of what I was learning and how that applied to entrepreneurship. And there's probably two or three other ways that I could mention. The connections that I made while I was there were instrumental during the capital raise just a number of other ways that it was very influential. So I'm not being dramatic when I say truly Studio Bank would not exist without the Owen School. That is great to hear. What a ringing endorsement. Well, this has been a great conversation, and I have just one last question for you. What is next for you and Studio Bank? You know, I think what's next is really executing the plan that we've been working on and executing already for a year and a half to two years. Like I said, we're only five months into it. We've got an absolutely phenomenal team and a phenomenal coalition that's come together behind the bank. And when I say that, I mean our board, our advisory board, which is extensive and truly industry leaders in Nashville and some great clients. And so it's really executing on what we want to do. And like I said, that's to fulfill this purpose that we have as an organization, to be a companion and to empower 
creators in our community. And so there's that. We certainly have some initiatives. We want our bank to certainly reflect the Nashville community in all of its diversity. And so we certainly are going to be very intentional about pursuing diverse candidates, not only to be in banking, but to be a part of our bank specifically. There's a big initiative that we have now for that. We also are launching an initiative in 2019 to better serve women and women-owned businesses. There's a lot that I think our industry can do to better serve women and women-owned businesses. Several of the women on our advisory board and board of directors and on our staff are leading an initiative to make sure that we are serving all of the unique needs. And so there's a number of other initiatives as well around technology, but much of this was envisioned a year and a half to two years ago. And so it's all about right now executing on what we planned and being opportunistic about things that may arise that we didn't plan for. So yeah, it's exciting. We've just given birth and now it's time to raise the child. It's thriving very well so far. Certainly appreciate your time and I appreciate the opportunity to be able to share my experience about Owen. Like I said, it was a, an absolutely wonderful time in my life. Yeah, well, we really appreciate you also taking the time out of your day and I can't wait to see what happens with Studio Bank in the future. Thanks to Aaron again for his time and thank you for listening. You can find more stories and information about Owens Graduate School of Management by visiting our website, business.vanderbilt.edu, or following at Vanderbilt Owen on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Editing is by Harim Yang, music is by Mike Foster, and I'm Kara Shearer.